Hey man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. Hey, we're here. It's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Hey, yeah. Lots of things happening this week to talk about. Uh, of course, every week you can tune in right here on Twitch. Uh, every Friday night, we try and line it up for you about 8.30, 9 o'clock. And, of course, you can watch the replay on our YouTube channel. We have it linked up uh, in the description and all that good stuff for you guys. So... Let's get to it. Let's get to the uh, rock news of the week. Let me pull it up for you guys so everybody sees what we're seeing. All right. So this week of January 31st, 2022, season four, episode number five, we got to talk about the lineups that were announced for Rockfest and Boston Calling Festivals uh, this summer. So we'll go over those lineups. Hailstorm talking about how their tour bus caught fire last week Whoa. luckily no one was hurt they were, but we'll talk about it and what happened it was pretty crazy dude it's it's nuts too <laughs> the whole circumstance and the story of it is is pretty crazy brutal previously brutal. unreleased photos of nirvana is going to be sold as nfts next month mm. uh, we'll talk about that pearl jam recording a new album with producer andrew watt uh, this week in music history trivia of course weekly wtf all that good stuff everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com you guys can sub- uh, subscribe, support the stream, three ninety nine a month. Of course, you guys can check it out. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. Mm-hmm. We're also now on Google Podcast, Amazon Audible. So if you guys got a device like that, uh, follow us on Twitch. Get notified, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. And, of course, our YouTube channel, just search for Rock News Weekly. What's the uh, what's kind of the time frame for the YouTube one to go up? Is it Monday, too, as well? I, I usually put it up on Mondays, but sometimes cool. I, I'll put it up on the weekend. Gotcha. Uh, it just depends, but at least Monday at the latest. Okay, nice. It, yeah, so you guys can always check out YouTube On Demand. But we want to encourage you guys to watch us live on Twitch, so we want to make that kind of a... A thing so I don't want to put the YouTube up too soon afterwards that way uh, you know people just watch the YouTube kind of thing I, I, I want to drive traffic to the to the twitch channel if we can yeah, at okay. least to kick it off you know you know right on Chris you you and Charles and Lola are doing a fucking awesome job of, of getting promo out there and we are so grateful for all the listeners oh, out there thank you I appreciate awesome. that we're just yeah. uh, doing everything just ourselves here so of course Instagram Facebook Twitter all at rock news weekly give us a like give, it, give us a follow uh, all right so this past week on the 28th of January we had a couple releases from Alice glass the eels Jethro Tull pine grove urge overkill we 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 right there yeah yeah. Uh, and then this coming week, on the 4th of February, we're going to have new albums from Animal Collective, okay. Bastille, Black Country, New Road, Cat Lebon, Korn. Mm. Korn's oh, yeah. got their new album, Requiem, mm. Mitski, and The Districts. Ooh, right have... out of Corn Camp. Here I know, that's corn. right. Just Fresh out of Corn them. Camp, corn here's Corn. Hey. With Requiem. Hey, real quick, before you move on, I got to say thanks to the new audience members. We've, we've basically risen 200%. 
and yeah. listenership over the, yeah, over the past I, like, month. Whoa. I was showing the um, yeah. the average listens went up. We had a bunch of people tuning in, about like 50 or 60 of you guys uh, above average of what we normally get. It almost doubled. So yeah, uh, really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in, checking it out through the website, and uh, listening however you guys listen. Yep. Just uh, check it out every week. We appreciate Thanks, it. Team. And, but. But I mean, I I mean, we fucking rock. I mean, yeah, so, right. Of course, people love us. We're really cool. Well, we bring you the news every week. We, yeah. You know, we we fill you guys in. We do the research for you, so you don't have to do anything about it. You just sit here and enjoy the show. Yeah. And get filled in, and uh, you know, some some jokes, some good times, some trivia. Mm-hmm. All right, so check it out, Boston Calling. Ooh. Ooh. Here's the uh, Ooh. Boston Calling lineup. Let me scroll so where we can see basically the whole. What do you guys think of it? Off, off the bat, what are the highlight? Some of the highlights for you guys. Oh, run the jewels for sure. Oh God, yeah, run, run the jewels. Um, I've, ne- I would love to see Black Pumas. Uh, that would just be would be great to see them live. Modest Mouse, always dope. Um, you know, we saw Grandson at Aftershock, and he put on a crazy good performance. Awesome. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's on the new yeah. Tom Morello solo album. And oh yeah, yeah, so lots of stuff. So, awesome. uh, so Chris, what are your thoughts on King? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. They're awesome. I know, right? They, they're what really, the? Yeah, yeah they're awesome. Awesome. Strokes up there too. Headline. The strokes, oh, strokes, you know, they've yeah. been my jam since 2001. So nice. Looks awesome. like they're gonna be uh, touring. And in... Weezer is always like my go-to. Yeah. Oh, Weezer's up there. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of the of the band Haim, but I but I am a fan of the bassist's stink bass. Because she has the... Oh, really? Just look up the basis for Haim and her bass stink face. I mean, like, you, you like, she, like, really smells like some... Like, she just, ugh, when she's getting into it. <laughs> and, like, if you look up bass stink face, she'll be the first the person search. who pops up. On, yeah, absolutely. But it's just awesome. Nice. I love it. It's just she's, she's into it. Right on. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's that lineup for you guys. That's going to be happening... Uh, May 27th through the 29th, Ooh. Memorial Day weekend. Japanese I, breakfast. That's what where, I was looking where, at. Where, Japanese breakfast. I'm very curious place. about Ooh. Japanese breakfast. Yeah, so it's an East Coast one, but uh, it's a good indicator Boston. of who's on tour. So I didn't even see up there Oliver Tree. That's dope. I didn't know he was still doing his thing. That's awesome. <laughs> yep, Oliver yeah. Tree. All the, all these guys are up there. Check it all out. Memorial Day weekend. Boston. Uh, if dope. you guys are on the East Coast, that's like mm-hmm. one of the best ones out there right mm-hmm. now. Um, all right, this is a kind of a... Uh, almost Ooh, reminds me of um, uh, an aftershock kind of lineup. Oh yeah, heavy rock leaning. Star. Um, so we got looks like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Not a Sunday. It's kind of interesting. Uh, just it's starting on Thursday oh, instead wow. of a, a Sunday. Uh, but it's just simply called Rockfest. Oh, that's oh, Star Set's on there too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Star Set. Oh, yeah. God, I love Star Set. Black Veil Brides. We saw them in Aftershock. They were really good. Oh, they were yeah, really good, they were right? great. They were great. Although Avatar, stage Avatar. Presence. Oh, okay. Oh my yeah. God. Avatar like, was like, awesome. Yeah, Avatar is awesome. Epic. They are. They're great. Yeah. Blew my mind. So this seems like a very Aftershock kind of uh, style lineup. Yeah. Uh, we got Shine Down and Mud Veins back on tour, so definitely wasn't a one-off performance, uh, <laughs> you know, at, at Aftershock. Looks yeah. like they want to keep going with that. Um, some new artists on there that I'm seeing, like that artist Jelly Roll. Oh yeah. He's down there on Sunday or a Saturday, and it looks like he's getting a lot of uh, attention these days. It looks like John Five from Rob Zombie 
is doing a solo tour next this coming year, so that's cool. It looks like he's going to be on some yeah. festivals. Rob, uh, Rob Zombie, uh, Aftershock Rob's this on, year, Well, it's right? not, nothing's confirmed for Aftershock not confirmed, this year. Oh, however, oh, really? oh, yeah. however Those, it's looking pretty rumors. good. But this is cool. confirmed. You guys can check it out in Cabot, or Caddo, Wisconsin. Caddo, yeah. Wisconsin, July 14th through the 16th. Uh, and then, oh, they even have, a, I didn't even see that over here. Check this out on Wednesday. Uh, looks like an 80s kind of a night with oh, yeah, look at that. Warren, Lita <laughs> Ford, Ford, and Firehouse. Wow, okay. And, uh, Islander's not an 80s band or otherwise, but those three, I think, are 80s 80s bands right there. You know what? Um, it's a Wednesday pre-party kind of thing. For Thursday, I mean, I know Lamb of God is pretty big, but I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that Spirit Box isn't more high up there because this past year they've... They've really kind of jumped up in popularity right. and the metal scene. But this this does yeah it does have a lot of those style of artists where I think it's like they're on, in that transition to beginning bigger you yeah, know yeah. and these are the really good festivals to see those artists guys yeah. I mean it's a good bang for your buck you know a lot of these bands would cost thirty forty fifty bucks a piece just to see these artists yeah. you know with Big one time. or two opening acts. And if you factor that times three, you're probably paying 200 bucks for a three-day pass. Three, you know, yeah. maybe at the most 300 bucks. It's definitely worth it. Uh, these festivals, I think, you can knock out an entire year of concerts in one weekend. Oh hell yeah! You know, and see yeah, all the bands you want to see. That's oh, what we yeah. love about aftershock. That's and, the beauty of festivals yeah. in general. Yeah, and I, I it's think it's like it's like a mall, right? It is. You like, get to sample a like little Greg, bit from every little like place. Like Greg Dooley yeah. said one yeah. time to right. us. And they do their best. Um, they do their best in like you know maybe a thirty to forty-five minute long set, and it's just it's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go see Star Set, guys. Honestly, like Star Set is great. They put on a great show. They're like amazing. One of my first concerts. They were, they were really cool. Yeah. Like, their live performance mm-hmm. was honestly like way better than their like. Studio what about their music. live performance? Like, got you like oh. Oh, this is this is the fucking band. These guys well, are awesome. Definitely they're, the lasers. Yeah, so <laughs> many lasers. Cool. Yeah, and their their star set is uh they're a themed band, you know, yeah, like they, co- co-eating cameras. They have like so, sci-fi kind of themes yep, and very, celestial yeah. themes, yep. and um yeah, I, I dig that. They're like a con- not a concept kind of, you know, concept album or concept band, but they yeah. have that kind of theatrical theme to them mm-hmm. uh, that runs through their albums and everything they do, which is really cool. Yeah, they, and they've got uh. They'll always have a violinist and a bass celloist in the back. And they're um, like... Always. Oh, that's awesome. Look at, yeah. look at this big tour. I think oh, that Charles is going to be excited oh, no. about. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's right. It's happening. Kid Rock's Bad Reputation Tour. Oh, look no. at these weird-ass opening acts, though. Grand Funk Railroad. What? Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Evening and Foreigner. Whoa. They're all on Rock? different dates. Yeah, with Kid Rock. Uh, so isn't that kind of crazy? It's like I'd much rather see the opening bands than than Kid Rock uh, the, as the headliner. I mean, his la- that latest song that he put out was like hot garbage. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was like uh it was just like the nastiness that's left in the corner of the studio and somebody just recorded it. it yeah, pretty that's bad. a good way of putting it. Um, it pretty bad. Well, he's rolled out a 25 date arena, and uh, it's it's called the Bad Reputation Tour. Grand Funk Railroad or Foreigner, and then Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Evening uh, will be on the entire tour. But it looks like mostly East Coast states, guys. Uh, Indiana, Chicago, North Carolina. Is that a blessing in disguise? Yeah, well, maybe. I, I was going to say. I think he I just knows that it's not the market for it, right, out here on the... Oh, look, no Detroit, where he grew up in the ghetto <laughs> in, in a 16-house Yeah, what the hell is that all about? 
Why isn't he in Detroit? <laughs> yeah, look at that. And yeah, it's because he can't, go back there. he can't go back there. I don't know. There. That's weird, though, right? You know, you know, he's like the one dude that told everyone that he was like raised in Compton and and was like in gang warfare and stuff like that. Compton, and, like yeah. straight out the trailer, yeah. right? And in reality, he was literally the Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's move on with some more stuff here this week. Slash. Slash. COVID protocols make Guns and Roses. Focus only on music. So this was one of the positive things that Slash oh. was talking about, that Guns N' Roses actually became a better band because of all the stuff that happened. So mm. check this out. Uh, Slash revealed in this new interview with Ultimate Classic Rock, uh, he was talking about it, and he said, quote, on stage it was incredible. The audience had this crazy energy. The effect on the group as a whole was super positive. No after parties, no record execs, no celebrations, and frankly it showed on stage. The crisis restored our communal passion for music. We've never enjoyed playing so much uh, together. Okay. So. Okay, Lalo. Isn't that great? Lalo, all of that that said, mm -hmm. what band does that remind you of? What? Everything that Slash just said about none that. of the after parties, focus only on the music, none of the craziness, everybody's focused on the performance. What, Tool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's their that's their thing. That's like, that. you know, they, they don't have those after parties, crazy stuff going on. That It's just all focused on the music. Okay, yeah. Tool. So yeah, totally. he went yeah, on yeah. to say about the <laughs> safety <laughs> regimen, yeah. he said, all of our entourage wore masks. There was never any contact with the outside world. No one was invited to the concerts. There were no after parties. We would go straight from the hotel to the venue and back to the hotel until it was time to travel to the next town. Mm. If you told me that in the 80s, I wouldn't have believed you. I think it was a little glimpse of what's to come. I think we're going to have to live with the virus and adapt to it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a really mature kind of like outlook on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm glad that yeah. Slash... It has such a positive thing that's happened to them with Guns N' Roses because of it, too. Yeah. We see a lot of bands out there that they're, like, falling apart because of it. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to maybe do what he's saying, like, have the after parties. They're still living the life, doing everything right. Yeah. And then everybody's dropping like flies, and, and they can't tour for a week, and mm -hmm. this guy's out sick, and right? Corn had like three different dudes out on their tour. Right. And maybe they weren't following the right kind of deal, and it looks like Guns N' Roses... They, they were able to pull it through. Oh, yeah. So it, power to them and yeah. good for Slash saying, you know, they, they pulled it through and had a positive uh, thing from that. So yeah, I just wanted job. to highlight that. On a side job, note, does it, doesn't Slash's guitar look just like the one I just bought? It does. Oh, it my does. God. It's yeah, the same it's color. Not it's, that, it's not semi-hollow body. No, and However, yours is like a Telecaster. It style. is. It but is. that's the blonde, that blonde style uh, that uh, quilted maple mm -hmm. kind of you know look yeah awesome he's quilted yeah he's a flash is that a recent picture man he looks like he's in yeah. good shape he is i know yeah look at his yeah biceps. those guys played for three and a half hours when i saw guns and roses and i couldn't believe it i was like they wore me out i was like ready yeah. to leave and go home and these guys are still running around and fucking playing up there I'm like, props to them. They yeah. put on a three and a half hour long show, and it was very impressive. You're like, I can't do anymore. It's like a reggae show. It's like, <laughs> I need something else. I know. I, yeah. I couldn't think of any song that they didn't play that you would want to hear. Like, they played everything. It was 35 songs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, it was wild. They we don't need no civil war. <laughs> they did play Civil War. It was like eight minutes long. Uh, all right, let's not relive it. <laughs> but Slash is doing a, a different thing right now with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. So it's not with Guns N' Roses, but he's on tour. Here are some of the tour dates. A lot oh, of West okay, Coast cool. states playing the Warfield. 
uh, and L.A. at the YouTube Theater. I don't know what that is. That's it's the second time it's come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So that must be a YouTube Theater. Maybe the Henry Fonda Theater or something that got renamed. I don't know. Bought out yeah. something different. Anyway, so check that out. Slash on tour. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Uh, all right, so the rock news of the week. This was a big deal, and here's a, a one of the pictures with a Z. That, uh, apparently, that that is going to be released as part of this Nirvana NFTs mm. that are going to be on Kurt Cobain's 55th birthday next month. Mm. NME is reporting that the non fungible tokens will be released on February 20th and will be created pr- from previously unreleased photos taken by Faith West at the band's 1991 gig at J.C. Dobbs in Philadelphia. Uh, the the price for the digital pieces being sold begins at ninety nine dollars and goes all the way up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Hmm. Okay. So I guess you buy this and you own the rights to that photograph kind of deal. Yep. That's like I said before, non fungible token sounds like a like a fungal disorder. It non-fun- sounds like a bad non-fungal. band name. It's, yeah. yeah. Non fungible tokens. Non-fungible and they have tokens. like yeah. uh, arcade themed songs where they're like it's all about like tokens yeah. and like <laughs> arcades arcade themes yeah yeah you know? pinball machines yeah that pinball would be machine. a bad band do you know what i think about nfts um what do you uh, think about it charles that's what i think all right well that's enough on that then <laughs> check this out look at this funny photo oh flim flam man Who hey here flim flam man? i'm oh, flim flam. and here's eddie vetter it's the flim flam man and he is gearing up to record a new album with a producer that did Ozzy's la- latest album, Andrew Watt. Cool. So this guy is going, apparently he produced uh, Pearl Jam, or excuse me, Eddie Vedder's solo album that is coming out. Uh, oh, yeah. On February 11th, it's called Earthling. We were talking about it, how it's got recordings of his uh, late father on there. Oh, and yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess Andrew Watt worked on that. It's going to be working on the new Pearl Jam album, so... He says, in between, I think we'll be recording. We've got a healthy ambition to do so. I think we'll move quick for a year or two. Then I can see us slowing down for a bit. We have the ability to play better than ever. But we also want to maintain the health of the group and want to keep coming back. So that's good, right? Not trying to push it. That's awesome. Uh, 
Eddie better resist having Post Malone come on your <laughs> Please, yeah. yeah. No. Don't let Andrew Watt tell you to do that. Yeah, seriously. Doesn't Post Malone have like a new album coming out? No, but he, but he was he was on Ozzy. that Aussie album. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. And he yeah. does have a new album coming out. I guess. Well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know what I like about that picture right there? There's a lady behind Ozzy and that she just looks so happy. <laughs> she's she's enjoying herself so much. I got the best seats. Yeah, that looks like so... like Brand Daler from Mastodon or something. Like who is really that? Does. And he That's also funny. looks like a character from Game of Thrones. Well, he what Mastodon was on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, they had oh, a little right. cameo on one of the episodes. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they did yeah. a little song for him too. Um, all right, some more random little rock stories this week. Green Day teased new music. They teased this photograph of them apparently recording in London at RAK Studios, hmm. and they showed the band kind of messing around in the studio with the numbers 1972 flashing on the screen. Okay, not really sure what that means, um, but it's. Uh, not the first time that the mysterious numbers have appeared in a clip. Last month, the same digits flashed on the screen during a van. Uh, so uh, they've been at this recording studio showing little snippets of this. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's the name of the new album. You know uh, what? 1972. I'll I bet know. you anything that was the year that one of them or all of them were born. Probably. Yeah, because that, that makes that, sense. They seem to, to be about that age. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you're probably right about that. All right. So speaking of new music, also Seven Dust kind of teased that they're working on uh, their next album. Seven Dust started working, oops, excuse me. Seven Dust started working on their new album and they also shared on their Instagram page saying, quote, writing sessions have begun for the next album. The boys are working hard. Clint Lowry shared more detail on his own account, including a photo of himself with a Lejean Witherspoon. And he said, the first of what I hope to be many sessions with uh, LJ Spoon at his farmhouse studios. Ooh, Had a blast, like brother. That. I know, right? Farmhouse studios sounds I like cool. That. We're breaking the writing seal and will be our next Seven Dust record. So blessed after all these years to enjoy the process. These guys are in a really good spot right now and really positive guys. I always hear good things about them. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it sounds really cool that they're... Uh, getting everything going and a lot of bands seem to be coming out of COVID and and ready to either tour or record some music yeah so. it's like what slash said right you gotta roll with the times yeah and and be smart about it yeah take your time don't force it big time you know you were talking about uh jonathan davis and corn and how COVID if in it uh, affected them and um i know for a minute like jonathan davis was like on an oxygen tank like you know, singing in like a wheelchair. Yeah, supposedly, yeah, supposedly he had an oxygen tank backstage, yeah. and he was uh, like feeling so ill that he could just barely kind of get on the stage. Yeah. They had a replacement bass player. They had a replacement guitarist. It's like, why even tour at that point? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the the fans aren't getting the show they deserve. You yep. know, you're you're paying a lot of money, and they're going through a lot of stuff, and then you get some half-assed lineup and yeah. performance. Anyway, he was probably just doing his normal scat. All right, look at this. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this uh, gross little situation here. But it was worth noting that it did pop up in the news uh, this week. That So here's a picture of them when they were together back then in, in happier times. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Um, so she's saying, though, in this new documentary that's coming out next month, uh, on HBO, it's called Phoenix Rising. That he basically raped her. Oh God! On set of this uh, 2007 music video called Heart Shaped Glasses, she's Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, she uh, re revealed this on Sunday, saying, "Quote: We were doing things that were not were not pitched to me. We had discussed a simulated sex scene, but once the cameras were rolling, he started penetrating me for real. I had never agreed to that." 
I'm a professional actress. I've been doing this my whole life. I've never been on a set that unprofessional in my life up until this day. Oh. She added, I was coerced into commercial sex act under false pretenses. That's when the first crime was committed against me. I was essentially raped on camera. Oh. The film, oh. The, so this film on HBO is called Phoenix Rising, and it documents Wood's alleged sexual abuse at the hands of Manson, Brian Warner. They were in a relationship from 2006 until 2011. So uh, she likened it to being under the influence of his cult. Mm. And Phoenix Rising is set to premiere on HBO in March. So Yeah, it's... Crazy, it, huh? Yeah, that's hor- it's hor- it's horrifying. So let's wait until the documentary comes out. We'll see what happens there, we, and then we can all judge it from there. Yeah, you know? and we'll you know it's kind of like maybe I don't know those Michael Jackson types type of deals where people don't want to believe it's true, but then a documentary comes out and oh, that documentary was rough. That man. was really rough. That was rough. That was really rough. And I'm like a Michael Jackson fan, so like I was watching it like no. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> it's bad. It's all true. No, Is it Macaulay good. Culkin? He's about to come forward. With I don't some, know some stuff. All right, let's Macaulay. not get derailed. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's get back on the. We Rockies digress because this was a crazy situation here, guys. Oh yeah. Here's pictures from the tour bus. Whoa. Here's Lizzie Hale walking through it oh, in the next man. morning. Metal. And here's their bus Brutal. on fire with smoke. Well, not on fire, but smoke coming from it. And then yeah. here's the inn. There, you can see the reflection of the uh, hotel or the inn they were staying at. Oh yeah. So they they talked about it. Lizzie Hale opened up about it in a new radio interview. She said it happened at 3 a.m. Nobody was on the bus. It was a very emotional day. I'm either crying or I was just laughing hysterically at it all, and sometimes a combination of the two, just because it could have gone left so many ways. It's kind of like we dodged a bullet. She says the investigator said it was something electrical, like in the walls or something. It basically started where mine and Josh's bunk would have been, Mm. which is kind of like mid-bunk hall, and it was just crazy because the whole day I kept telling RJ, the drummer, uh, because RJ and I are kind of notorious bunk sleepers, even when we have days off, something with hotel rooms. I have something, uh, I have trouble sleeping. And for some reason, that day, RJ was like, I'm just going to go do something in the room because I want to work out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a bed to myself or whatever. And it's just nuts because our amazing security guy ended up literally busting in with a fire extinguisher from the hotel, but could not get back into the bunk hall. It was just, according to everybody at the fire department, it was 15-foot flames. Wow. So everybody was, uh, everything was charred. I've lost a lot of things, uh, which is why I'm talking to you on my phone instead of my iPad right now, but we're lucky it's, it's only stuff. stuff. I love that. And yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. together, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's got to be pictures yeah. again of that, but look at that. It's got to be heart wrenching. There was probably songs. Dude, that they, they could have been sleeping in that bus oh, though, yeah. and the fire started right where their bunks were. Yep. And then the and then the the, the, oh, the carbon so crazy, uh, monoxide. It just a lot of people die from smoke inhalation. Yeah. Uh, before, before the fire they even actually, gets yeah, them. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a wow. Good point. That's amazing. Uh, you know, maybe they should have conjured a hailstorm. <laughs> me. Me. I think I laughed too hard. Me. Oh God. Wouldn't that be funny if it was put out by a hailstorm? Like it, the fire started, yeah. and then all of a sudden a hailstorm comes hail out storm? of nowhere. Hailstorm! They all just like, and then guitars. I summon the hail god. Yeah. Put out this fire. Yeah, it's time for it. Okay. And they start anyway. speaking in Latin. Well, that's good though. <laughs> Nothing happened. It's good, right? Nice. Okay. Uh, rock birthdays. <gasps> Charles, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's this old. Man today. All right. Woo! Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Oops. 
He looks oh, like, hey, G.E. Smith, man, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say you look like if the dude who played Hercules in that CW show uh, smoked some crack. I think uh, if, if Gollum was a guitar player <laughs> from the bluegrass era, that's what I, he would look like. And I can't even give him I can't even give him crap. I'm I, I'm sorry, G.E. Smith, man. You were awesome. Dude. We saw. Actually, I was you looking at uh, awesome, a couple of my man. posters right now. We saw G.E. Smith uh, with Moon Alice. He was in Moon Alice's band, and he was the former director of Saturday Night Live's band. Yeah. In the '70s and the '80s, he was yeah. like oh, the damn. main. He was the main dude, and we saw him with Moon Alice and a couple uh, uh, other groups like that. So. So, so here nice. we are yeah. being assholes. Yeah, we're no, being, we're not being on assholes. It. Well, he's a cool dude. Props we're just to having, you, G.E. Smith. We're having a laugh. He's, you know, he's 70 years old. That's well, awesome. Well, I, I like it. I like it when people make fun of me too. So <laughs> if you guys, I give you guys permission now that you can see my face. If you guys who are watching the pot is listening to the podcast for all these years, now oh, you can yeah. see well, my, Oh, there you go. Just Charles get, is open on, the floodgates yeah, now. Get on Facebook. Just <laughs> yeah, tell me just, uh, all the weird yeah, things that I look like. There it goes. Uh, okay. Nick Mason, uh, not disputed, drummer, Pink Floyd. He's no. 78. He I looks got, great I got, for 78. I got a yeah. cigar in my mouth there, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you when I, I smoke that, isn't it? A little child. <laughs> <laughs> I was 15 in that photo. Do you notice that a people like in the, in the in 70s it. and 80s, they always look a lot older? That's marijuana yeah, they look like in there, Yeah. That's marijuana in there, marijuana isn't it? That was back when we used to call it blunt. Blunt. <laughs> was very blunt. Tie stick, isn't it? Tie stick. Terry Chimes, former drummer of The Clash. Nice, 66. You look oh. very suave in that photo, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, nicely done. I like that. Uh, ooh, Phil Collins. Oh. oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, and I, I picked, sorry, not sorry. I picked oh, this photo because it's so sad. Like, oh. this is what he's doing on his tour right now. Like, he has his son playing, and he, he has a tambourine right yeah, there. Yeah, he has a tambourine. <laughs> but look, you can oh, tell, wait, like, the look is in his, right there? The look oh, is in his face right there. He's us. just like. Is this where a tambourine might be? Where he's sitting? It just, he's like, well, this cry. is it. This is it, isn't it? Was, it? it looks is like he's not even like. Is this where he would be sitting? From behind us, if yeah. we're watching behind, like right here. That's right there. Yeah, he'd be right there. <laughs> listen, listen. This is what's gonna happen. Phil Collins, uh, singer and drummer Genesis. He's 71. He's gonna live uh, another 15 years, and when he is 86, uh, he is going to pass away, and in his sleep, and then they're gonna bring him out to the funeral and in in the casket. Everyone's gonna be mourning. And then, um, and then his his wife is gonna get up. She's gonna say something, and then all of a sudden, it's gonna go. And he's gonna be like, he's and gonna sit up. up. I he's gonna stand up. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna happen. Wow. Yeah. I also, remember. I remember. <laughs> all right, last birthday here. Oh, uh, so this is a uh, former lead singer of Journey, sixty-three. Uh, wait, his name what? Wait, uh, <laughs> Steve Perry was the. Uh, oh, he. This is the other guy. That's the other that's guy. The other guy. This is the other guy that Steve replaced Aguirre. Steve Perry His in the eighties. Steve too. Yeah. What? Yep. A tale Steve of two Steves. Aguirre? Is the yep. Filipino dude named Steve? No, too? that's not the no. Filipino guy. That, no, this is the guy that replaced Steve uh, oh, yeah, Perry when he originally left. The new dude's in like the nineteen eighties and the nineties. 
Uh, oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, he was like the, the, the Journey lead singer for only a couple albums, and it was like very, uh, no one liked it. Oh, okay. It not mm. received well. Um, He is 63, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he is so 63. I hope he's 63 out. in that picture. I, I sincerely do because he looks great. Yeah. He looks I like remember. he's doing really well. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> All right, we got some trivia for you guys this Ooh. week. This week we in trivia. rock and roll oh, trivia, yeah. in 1970, this week, all the members of this band were arrested in New Orleans for possession of marijuana. The incident oh, later inspired some of the lyrics on one of their songs. The band didn't return to Louisiana for seven years, and they stayed away from New Orleans for a full decade. What band was it? Mm. Was it A, Black Sabbath, B, Jefferson Airplane, C, The Grateful Dead, or was it... <laughs> D, Cocaine Crosby and the Diabetic Coma. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. was a it. small, short-lived band. It was a very uh, short-lived tour. But I heard they got a run-in with the law. Yeah. Uh, mm. Crosby, you know, he attracts run-ins with the law. Oh, right. But I don't know if it was this in- instance, so. Uh, what, they had a what's great. What's your guesses, guys? They had a great song during that time, uh, and it was called Live It Up. And it was it was great. <laughs> Cocaine Crosby and the yeah, Diabetic yeah, yeah, Coma. Yeah. Live and it up. Yeah, and that was the only lyric that was the only lyrics the entire song. And the B side was yep. I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. The, I'm dead. Live yeah. it up and then I'm dead. You had to play it in rewind, you had yeah. to play it backwards. That was yeah. his kind of like, you know. Yep. That was a message dark time. to society. <laughs> his moniker. It was yeah. a dark time and a really dark what do you time think, for David Crosby. I'm gonna go with the Grateful Dead see Grateful Dead. I don't know why. It just Seems like something. Guitar forty nine in the chat already has his guess. All right, so uh, yeah. all right. okay. Guitar forty nine. Get with me. Grateful Dead, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? That's Respond. what guitars think. Well, Lalo. Oh, oh, really? Okay. okay. Well, okay. The Cocaine Crosby and the Diabetic Coma, they have cocaine in the name. Like, I can't associate them with marijuana. That is Actually, true. That That is kind of a yep. dead giveaway there. Just yep. based on, like, instinct, I always go with the Grateful Dead for, like, marijuana-related incidents. <laughs> so, like, I would have gone with Dahlia, but... Just just to do something different this time, I'm going to go with B, Jefferson Airplane, okay. because that is the most 70s name possible. Right. Mm, I dig yeah. it. They I were chasing flying high. rabbits. Um, let's see. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'm I'm pretty sure it's the Grateful Dead because um, in 1970, uh, David Crosby and the Diabetic Coma <laughs> were doing their uh, fa- infamous Australian tour. Oh wow! Oh. Tour. What what was uh what were some of the highlights on that tour? Do oh, I remember? actually was there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you were there in 1970. No kidding. 70 yeah 1970. Wow. I was there, and uh, at one point Dave uh, David Crosby came out. Uh, for the infamous song "Live It Up," and uh, he was just covered in nothing but kangaroo meat. <laughs> and it wow! Was, yeah, it was horrifying. Yeah, it was like mesmerizing and horrifying right. at the same time. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it is actually the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. And there they are. Nicely done. High five. Yes. Okay. High five. High five. Hey, Air five. Hey, ah. oh, <laughs> so yeah, all. So is, is that where? Is that where? We would have seen, yeah, okay. somewhere around there. All all members of the Grateful Dead were arrested except for keyboardist Ron Pigpen McKernan. Uh, they, he was too dirty. That, <laughs> of course, they had spider. It was like a it was like a bunch of except dirt always following him. Wrong, right? Pigpen McKernan. Okay. <laughs> 
Wherever he goes, he's got a constant dirt cloud behind right. him. And when he like, dusts himself <laughs> off, like, he puffs out. Yeah. He yeah. had his own agenda. He was like off on a, on a <laughs> during that time. Okay, okay. We got another question here, guys. On this week in 1980, also another one with marijuana here. Okay. This musician was released from a Tokyo jail in Tokyo where he had been imprisoned for 10 days after trying to carry a half a pound of marijuana through customs at the Tokyo airport. Who was it? Was it A, Lemmy, B, Paul McCartney, C, Willie Nelson, or, C, or D, David Crosby? What was a half pound of marijuana in 1980, like $10? Uh, that was quite a bit, though. No, yeah. no, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, in prison for 10 days. Let's see. Ten, a half a pound was like, that. You could, yeah, you could probably go to jail for a while. <laughs> uh... God, Let's this see. could be any of those guys. It could be. Oh my God. It could be. Lemmy oh, could have. Paul McCartney could have. Willie Nelson. Nelson definitely. You have a guest guitar? Like... If you're in there, uh, I'll be right back. Anybody want a drink? What do you no. think, Miss D? Would you be the first to Gosh. give us your expertise? I have to go first. Okay. Yeah. So 1980, this musician was released from a Tokyo jail. Tokyo. So they were in Tokyo. I'm gonna go with. I wanted to go with Paul. McC Dude, they were I, in jail for ten on, days. Ten days. I wanted to go with Paul McCartney. Oh, so you're saying the Beatles, huh? No. I wanted no. to go with Willie Nelson initially. I did because he's like known for. Yeah. Just saying, they, they were in jail for a long in time. In the That's cannabis experience. Yeah. However, I'm gonna go with B, Paul McCartney. Okay. Hmm. What do you guys think? think, Lalo? Okay, I got D, David Crosby, mm. because I can totally <laughs> see. Says I really hope it's Willie. All right, it's well, definitely that's his guess. Yeah, David Crosby. So what, what are you saying, what David that? Crosby? Because I can David Crosby, Lalo. I can totally see whilst like on tour, David Crosby trying to smuggle in what half a pound of marijuana through customs <laughs> and a giant Godzilla costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just walking through this uh, airport sir, and getting smell? caught immediately. Yeah, it's the way Godzilla smells. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And the only reason that he was imprisoned for just 10 days, I mean, like, okay, that's a, like in terms of like all the jail sentences of all time, that's like not that much. Yeah. It's because the jail couldn't physically hold him. Right. He, he burrowed his way out with his fingernails and he oh, yeah. escaped. I actually, I actually know the oh, real story Andy. behind this. Oh, really? Mm. Yep, yep. And you know it's the real story here. Yeah. So when David Crosby, when he was, when he was in prison for ten days, during that time, uh, there was some, um, there was uh, 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 like some new inventive ways of warfare. But he was imprisoned in like a samurai prison. And oh, he really? Oh, yes. Yeah. He eventually, Tokyo. he eventually fell in love with the wife of the woman that he killed. Wow. And like became like this ultimate warrior and befriended the chieftain during that this, time. No kidding. I know what all, movie this is. And, this is a movie. And, and at the end. All within 10 and days. All, all within 10 days. And at the end, he fought this battle with like the last samurais. <laughs> oh, <against>. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the plot of the it's last the samurai? Of the last samurai. <laughs> uh, it's Lemmy. Hey, Lemmy. He was at the Ace of Spades. Mm -hmm. It's Lemmy. All right. Yeah. So we're yeah. all across the board here. We got yeah. a David yeah. Crosby. We got a Willie or a Paul McCartney guess, a Lemmy guess. Mm -hmm. 
No one guessed Willie except for uh, Guitar 49. And it is Paul McCartney. Oh! oh. Look at him being carried away. Yeah, look at him. These are the, like, at him. the Tokyo like, police. Police. I knew it. He's like, I knew it. look at him. He's like, hey. Where am I going right I'm now? It. it looks I'm like one of them is nice just British like. Porsche jacket on. <laughs> it's like, I'm it's looking at peacoat, two very different it? outfits here. In my peacoat, isn't it? All right. So, <laughs> look at So, yeah, this week in 1980, Paul McCartney released from a Tokyo jail mm. uh, where he'd been in prison for 10 days trying to carry a half pound marijuana through custom. What a, I don't know. Why would you Those try to nice do that? Those nice guys That's from Beatles. Crazy. How could he, he so not nice. get it through customs? <laughs> I, <laughs> How could he not? He's got like Well, it's a half pound. Like, it's not easy to hide. Me. It's like Whatever happened taking to those nice suitcase. young men that were on the Ed Sullivan me, show? Me, me. All right, so check this out. This was a, kind of a funny story. Look at it. Oh. Here's a picture of Jonah Hill looking disheveled. Oh like my a, god, that's Jonah Hill. Well, I thought that was the dude who's suing Whoa. Nirvana for the like Nevermind baby. looking crazy. Yeah. So Jonah Hill's black eye is from surfing and not his feud with Baby Yoda. Have you guys heard about his feud with Baby Yoda? No. no. I love it. No. All right. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what those tattoos are on his He looks like Ragnar Lothbrok. All right. So okay. jo oh, Jonah fine. Hill uh, oh, showed off his black eye, and he was like, yeah, it's actually from Baby Yoda. So here's the deal. Huh. Uh, <laughs> he had this interview that got aired. Uh, uh, so, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, his friend, I guess, he was like, you haven't seen The Mandalorian? And he made him watch The Mandalorian, like all the episodes, right? And Jonah Hill wasn't impressed. Mm. He didn't like the series. He didn't like Baby Yoda. He I heard he's like, a bit of an ass. He didn't like any of it. Yeah. Hill was Ooh. open about it. And so he, when he spoke with this magazine, W Magazine, the magazine framed the interview like Jonah had beef with Baby Yoda. Oh, wow. And thus, uh, Hill hilariously responded this past week with a bunch of funny posts about it. He said in his Instagram video, he says, I'm going to say this once and once only. The black eyes from my surfboard. It's not from a fist fight I got into with Baby Yoda because of our falling out. Aww. In the caption of the post, he further explained, That being said, I do officially challenge Baby Yoda to a versus TV battle. <laughs> and Disney Plus definitely did not pay me off to protect the fact that one of their marquee stars has a big mouth and would definitely catch hands <laughs> if he didn't sucker punch me with his little baby green fist. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's good. That That's great? pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tip of the hat to you, Jonah Hill, for yeah. taking a funny, like, a magazine's, like, stupid interpretation of what you, you know, oh, Jonah Hill's got beef with Baby Yoda. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Yeah. And he made it into a funny thing. So I, I love it. The hobo look is, is it's good and for he you, looks, man. Yes, he looks very hobo. It's, it's more like hobo Viking kind of. Hobo Viking. It is. Hobo, it, Viking. hobo, hobo Viking if he was cooking hobo beans Viking. from a can over a small fire next to a railroad. <laughs> oh, I can totally see that. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. What were we watching? There was a movie he was in recently, and you were like, oh, my God, why was he so, like, oh, overweight and crazy overweight? Oh, it was one of his was old, younger movies. Yeah, he was so overweight in it. I don't know. Like, he was one of those, I forget what those movie it was. Those high school movies or whatever. Oh, that, that, well, that, it's the movie that made his career. It's a, that movie's, it's a funny movie, right? Yeah. Not, not super bad. Oh, it's not no, super bad? No, not super bad. It was the, yeah. it was the one where it it's before super worse. Yeah, Super worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was super but he, worse. Yeah, he was just like, I'm like, oh my god, that looks so bad, right? Mm. Anyway, uh, uh, we got a couple funny stories to end it here. A uh, woman mortified after figuring figuring out why she didn't hear back from 60 jobs she applied for. Oh, yeah. So this had to be awkward. A woman named Ashley Keegan recently took to Twitter where she shared this story. As a teenager, she was attempting to attach her resume 
to various online job applications, but realized she was accidentally uploading data from her period trial. Oh, okay. The 23-year-old from Ireland wrote, I will never forget applying for jobs when I was 17 for months and never hearing anything back, only to realize about 60 apps later that I was attaching my period tracker and not my resume. Oh, wow. Oh, oh poor girl. <laughs> I know, but isn't that just, you gotta laugh. Yeah. Just, you know, but that's, that's so rough, funny that's that funny. she shared that. I will Always never check forget applying for jobs when I was 17 for months <laughs> and never hearing anything back. In her Irish accent. Yeah, only to realize about 60 <laughs> applications later. Later. Check your attachments, guys. Check your attachments. Uh, that's brutal. I mean, yeah. poor girl. I know, right? Well, check this out, though. We have a positive story of a grandmother kicking some ass Ooh. and taking, taking names here. Grandmother outsmarts her would-be scammer. Remember we were talking about a, a, a month or two ago? About these old ladies being taken advantage of by phone oh, yeah. scammers. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They were like, yeah. kind of like calling them and pretending to be a relative, like, oh, grandma, it's your nephew and I, I need money for uh, jail. You gotta bail me out of here or yeah. something, right? Yeah. So this lady's like playing along with them. Here's a photo of them capturing the person that she's like, yeah, oh, come to my house. Yeah, oh, I got money or whatever and all this stuff, right? She set these guys up. So it's this oh, 73 wow. year old lady from Long Island, New York. Uh, so they say the woman lured a man trying to con her out of $8,000 where officers arrested him in front of her home. Awesome. The whole situation took place last week. Uh, she received a call reportedly from her grandson saying he needed $8,000 to get bailed out of jail for drunk driving. Yeah. The former 911 dispatcher, She so that was the thing. She's a former 911 dispatcher. Mm. She thought something seemed fishy as none of her grandsons are old enough to drive. That is, there's the first giveaway, right? Oh, that's funny. She got other calls from the scammers and pretended to play along and also made her own calls to the police. She told the scammers she had $8,000 in cash at her home and they came to fetch it. She handed off wrapped up paper towels and police tackled the man as he left her home. Oh, wow. Police arrested 28-year-old twenty-eight year old guy doing this, Joshua yeah. whatever, who's been charged with grand larceny. Joshua Estrella Gomez. I thought that was great, though, that the lady got her kind of revenge on these guys, oh, yeah. you know, and had the, yeah. you know, uh, the smarts to do that. But Joshua Estrella Gomez, if you wouldn't have You're gotten tackled by shit, police, dude. yeah, <laughs> at some point in time, um, later on down the road after you died, you would be getting a pineapple shoved up your ass <laughs> in some seventh layer of whatever abyss. <laughs> Taking advantage of old ladies yeah. like that was like Adam the worst. Glad you learned your lesson. But some that one had a positive story and a positive mm -hmm. outcome, so I yeah. wanted to share it. So that was rock, man. Yeah. yeah. Like out of all of our metal stories, that was the most metal. <laughs> it was more. Yeah. It was, look at her just like that standing there over. I know. Over yeah, the she's hitting the pose. Yeah, that's right, Janet. Yeah. I kicked his ass. Yeah, oh, there he is. He's just laying there in the dirt. Hey, she's got Avatar playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Betty, you getting it yeah. from across the street? Yeah. Angel. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, so that's awesome. Love it. So. I love it. There you go. That's it for us, of course. Uh, all at Rock News Weekly. Check it all out, rocknewsweekly.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate oh, it. And we'll see you guys next week. All right? Yeah. Have a good one. Peace. 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 And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. 
I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glen called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. And for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choiceless Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole?